Mason Pizza Pope Williams. And that there is my brother, Pepperoni Heretic Williams. Right, his first name is Luke. I forgot to put Luke in front of Pepperoni Heretic. His first name is not actually Pepperoni. <laughs> That's, uh, well, we could go with that just for a nickname for today. Just for today, though. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Hey, I'm Pepperoni. This is, hey, I've pepperoni, got my show. Your nickname is Heretic. <laughs> yes. Cool. Okay. Mom will be thrilled. Yes. Um, it. This is Hey, I've Got an Idea show. We are going to invent something before your very ears. And yes. as I said in the previous episode, I was previously a little bit caffeinated. And now I'm just sliding into this episode with a nice little alcoholic beverage. And I am all loosey-goosey and ready for some law. <laughs> Holy cow, you've been drunk for a whole week. Mmm, one whole week drinking. Time to rain We should in. make that illegal. Don't don't be drunk for a straight week. You can't control me. I can, because I'm the law. Hey, listen, just because the man wants me to not drink for a week. Uh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, like, I don't object to you drinking during the week. I object to you being drunk... For a full, what's 7 times 24? I want to say 168. Sure. Uh, I object to you being inebriated for 168 straight hours. So, like I just said, we, before your very ears, will invent a new law. And yes. it will be the best law that has ever been a law. And It oh, will replace all other laws. This is the only law you need to follow. My god, we are so, so screwed. <laughs> We, uh, I, to any aspiring lawyers out there who was like, okay, well, I gotta hear this one. This is my, this is, gotta I'm click sure, on law. I'm sure that absolutely there is a lawyer who said, oh, this is a law podcast. I should, like, listen to this well, as that's, research that's, that's for the ta- big case. That's tags, man. People are gonna follow the, t- you know, I'm gonna tag this with law. And then someone's gonna be like, oh, I gotta find out what uh, this law this law podcast about because I, I got like yeah uh my my regular podcast legal eagles is on hiatus so i'm gonna search for other law podcasts what's this hey i've got an idea clearly they're gonna know about laws yeah, i'm gonna is, have to listen to this This is clearly about intellectual property law so let's let's i need a refresher let's go well to that lawyer listening Oh, are we going to disappoint? We are not fresh up on our legalese. We are quite okay, a bit what's, up on what, our insanity. Um, what's the difference between like a felony and a misdemeanor and shit like that? Like, is a felony just illegal but worse? Um, misdemeanor was a bad guy on cops, and felony. Mm-hmm. Is when you, you know, skin that part above your shins. Because you fell on, oh, fell on your fell, fell on your, knee. That's a bad pun. Okay, so what, uh, is there a level above felony? 
Um, like if, if if I do a genocide, is that like the next level above felony? And it's like worse than felony it, is uh, brookmany. Brookmany. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what you can expect. We're gonna do an hour of this. <laughs> <laughs> Good jokes. Good jokes. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay. I, oh man, I want us to represent ourselves in the courtroom right now. And just, like, we, we are the law experts to defend ourselves about the, whatever this thing is that we haven't even figured out yet. Let's, let's Your Honor, my client, which is to say myself, did not commit the law that... Did not commit the crime that we are about to make a law for because... It wasn't even a crime yet, because at the time the crime was committed, they they had not yet committed the crime of making a law. Okay, two 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 issues with that statement. One, they it wasn't the right time for crime. What if it was crime time? Okay, are you proposing a purge like crime time mm. where like every Every day between 11 and 11.05, you can just get away with shit. Mm. Mini purges. Like Mini every day purges. from 11 to 11.05. This is kind of like tea time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not not suggesting that. Whatever the second thing was I was supposed can, to say. Can I we talk that. about for a second how dumb the purge is? Uh, if you've got some material, hit me. Okay, the purge is dumb. <laughs> I should not have attempted to take a sip at that moment. Yeah, that was your material, restating the premise. Okay. Well, I mean, the the whole thing with the purge is, in theory, you have this one day a year where you can, like, go out and murder your neighbors, and then that gets out all your violent impulses, and then you're good for the rest of the year, and there's no hard feelings if you kill someone on purge day, like, you're not going to be simmering with resentment for 364 days after that. You're just, you're good now, because you got your, your impulses out. But the thing is, in the movie The Purge, the dude, like, has his teenage kids. Teenagers are going to have the most angst and anger and rage to purge, but he keeps them cooped up. He doesn't believe really in The Purge, because if he believed in The Purge, he'd encourage his children to go out and kill people. And purge, even encourage them yes he he wouldn't be investing in a home security system he'd be investing in machine guns to give his kids so machine guns for kids machine guns for kids if you've that got a spare machine lot. gun that's just collecting dust donate to machine guns for kids don't no that's no i don't like that that's a bad i'm i'm going to say i'm going to go out on a limb here and say that if that was the law that every mm -hmm. kid got a machine gun that would be a bad law uh, every kid on their 10th birthday gets a machine gun and then every kid on their 11th birthday goes to jail everybody just kind of goes through that cycle yeah just that that's traditional and i mean there are some cases where you know if you miss your 10th birthday like you're out of the country or whatever uh you i mean you come back and you're you still go to jail on your 11th birthday mm. uh regardless of whether you shot someone or not so i mean you might as well shoot someone okay legitimate question 
Yes. For you, my brother Mason. Okay. I think that the good starting point for this law thing about what mm-hmm. we want to talk about is when I say the phrase, there ought to be a law, what pops into your mind? Uh, there ought to be a law, and it's usually some minor inconvenience, like vis-a-vis parallel parking, or, like, people being bad at leaving tips. Hmm. Well, I mean, is there some material there? Like, is there something to work with? There really isn't, uh, like, because all the good jokes about that have been told by, like, drunk uncles. Yeah. Oh, God, are we just going to... Is this going to be the drunk uncle episode? Like, I... God damn it, I'm drinking and I'm an uncle. You're literally an uncle. No! Yes. Oh, God, no. And I'm going to okay. rant about a law that ought to be. Oh, Jesus. This. Okay, no. This. I made a bunch of decisions that led me to this point in my life, and I regret them. Okay, okay. Uh, should we be looking to the future and, like, anticipating a problem that will exist... And should we be, like, making a law vis-a-vis drones or 3D printing or what have you? I think doing something sort of semi-counter-automation or, like, I don't know, I guess enabling enabling some rights despite automation or something like that is kind of or, a good Or, alternately, who, who in the world is a real son of a bitch that you would like to go to jail and can we retroactively make something that they do be illegal oh well i mean that farmer bro guy is a piece of shit well yeah no he's he's a total martin scrawley yeah Yeah. no he's a absolute piece of shit uh fortunately he's already going to jail uh ironically not because of any of the actual bad shit he did like jacking up, you know, no. medicine prices or what have you. Right. Or it was like, encouraging people to get a lock of Clinton's hair or something. Was that right? Yeah, like he had a bounty on. Can you go get a lock of Clinton's hair? Which is the stupidest shit I have ever heard. Yeah. In my entire life. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But yeah, like the actual bad shit that people hate him for. Can we make that illegal? Um. Okay, well, let's go over what the thing is that he did that wasn't technically illegal. Um, he he had, had a very punchable face, and he disrespected the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, such a punchable face. Just uh, d- Could there be a law that if you just have that face that it's okay? Honestly, I already last episode went over one of my conspiracy theories that, you know, like I believe the government stripes kitty porn to everyone's hard drive. Right. My other conspiracy theory is... He's got to be an actor because he's too perfect. There's no way that that is not like someone who has been engineered for us to hate. Well, I mean, that's just the whole Trump family, though. Granted. Like, there's there there are some people just that are like a total that are total stereotypes, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, anyway, those people exist. And guess what? The law is here to protect them and That's true. allow them to have the same rights and be uh, considered as equal citizens and contributors to society. In theory, what they choose to do with those rights and abilities is up to them to a certain extent. Y- yeah, you know what? Like, 
I want the law to protect people who have punchable faces because someday as I get older, like uh, my face might contort and wrinkle in such a way that it becomes very punchable. And I don't want to be subject to the whims of the populace who decide that I look punchable. Mm. I want the law to protect my face. Yeah, your face might just kind of turn into like Hank Hill's dad. Yeah, like even if I I just t- look like I I have been eating your shit, your personal shit for the past two weeks and loving every second of it, I still want to be free of you punching me on that basis. Like if I'm racist, yeah, punch me for that shit, but don't punch me just because I look like a fucker. Okay, wait a second. How about a legal loophole that we can punch racists? Uh, I think they kind of already have that if the racism is bad enough. Yeah, but I mean, okay, here's here's the thing. There's racists, which mm-hmm. racism is an easy word to use. And, uh, you know, there are many cases where we actually have to break down why something is racist. And it's complicated to get into the specifics of why we need to examine that kind of stuff. And it's like hard to like pick apart and like, oh, I don't know if that's racist. I don't think that's racist, blah, blah, blah. And then there's white supremacists where it's yeah. like... Yeah, no, we can punch them. Yeah, no, that's that's an entirely <laughs> different uh, thing. It's like just some dude who like makes a tasteless joke, like watermelon joke, whatever. That's mm. one thing. But then a dude who's like openly calling for like exterminating the Jews, like yeah, you can punch that asshole. It's like, oh, okay. So let me just be clear. Uh, this is what you said, and this is what you believe. Yeah, well, okay. Well, bam. <laughs> nope. Sorry, man. You you know that new law. Yeah, yeah. Um, Punch Nazi law where we could just we could just do that. That's okay, but like again, that. again, here here's the issue. Here's the issue. False positives, right? Like, is there not a situation in which you could be wrong about that? Yeah. In which like you misheard them, and he's like, "No, I said eliminate the juice." And yeah, I just really yeah yeah. I just uh, I'm really into Hindu iconography, and I wanted to eliminate all the juice and get everything really dry. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you can turn into a CSI episode very quickly, where it's like, oh man, like he punched him too hard, or he punched him and he fell onto a thing and died, and it's like, <laughs> oh well, and the whole time he was just saying it because he wanted to get him riled up or something. Is this sort of like that one episode of CSI where the hunter shot a furry? Oh my god! Okay, I didn't know about that one. I knew about a different furry episode <laughs> where they went to the con and like they completely misrepresented furry culture. Yeah, um, but oh, they 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 misrepresent everything. Like they misrep they had a BDSM episode. Yeah. Uh, let's not even get into how they handle computer technology. Yeah, I mean, is this really going to be one of our touchstones? for our t- our discussion about law like i feel like it's just not going to point us in the right direction this latest but by on the other hand oh, oh, okay okay oh, hang on hang on can we make a law against like gratuitously misrepresenting something like if it's as bad as like enhance enhance okay turn the footage around so i can see that person from another angle like if that's that bad can we make that shit illegal um okay it would be possible to do something like that, but I would like to point that in a more productive direction. Okay. Okay. Because it's one thing if it's fiction, and quite frankly, you're going to get into all kinds of trouble with where sincerity lies with that kind of thing. It's like if we're talking about a fantasy mm-hmm. thing or a comedy thing, 
you know, suddenly that enhanced thing is a joke and you try to, like, take them to court for that? Like, no, forget about it. Right? Fair enough. So what I would like to see is a more specific, more accurate truth in advertising policy uh, mm-hmm. clarification because we have that here in Canada and they do not have that there in the States. To, oh. to, to my to my knowledge, that there might be some adjustment. Wait, wait, are that. you under the impression that they don't have truth in advertising laws in the States? Because I'm pretty sure they do. It is not nearly as uh, strictly adhered to as it is in Canada, though. Like, you can you can have opinions on billboards. Like, you don't have can to we, have facts to back up your, your statements. Can we not do that? Isn't that what a political okay, well, no, billboard no, but, is? Like, vote for this guy, he's better than that guy? No, is that vote, not an opinion? You can say, vote for this guy. You can't say, he's better than that guy. Hmm. Uh, and you, you can say, like, you know, if it's just a claim, they have to be careful with their wording about, like, okay, so if it's, like, world's best pizza, and you put it on a billboard... It's like you don't have to prove that it's the world's best pizza. You have to put it in quotes because it's a it's just like your slogan or something. Like there's yeah, all somebody kinds of somewhere could stuff. conceivably believe that this is the world's best. Yeah. yeah, and there's other like specific wording things like that. That that uh, like did you know that when a thing that has a flavor gets legally defined as a flavor, that then you can call it that thing because it can just be called that thing. Like, that recently happened with Chipotle. Before, we okay. would we would call it, like, Santa Fe or, like, uh, 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 Baja Barbecue or something like that. But then Chipotle mm. became a flavor, and you could say this was Chipotle flavor whatever. And it didn't matter if Chipotles were actually in it or not. Huh. Um, and it's the same sort of thing if you have, like, cinnamon flavor, even though, like, who knows if it's actually cinnamon or some extract or it's whatever. It's actually cassia. Yeah, it's actually cassia. And, like, there's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, in terms of the truth and advertising policy, uh, in Canada, I know that we adhere to it relatively well, that, like, there's a certain advertising standard that has to be met. But you've spent some time in the States. I have as well. You can see billboards down there that are, you know, obviously there's the religiously themed ones. But there's stuff that's just straight up factually just weird and inaccurate that, like... Yeah. Um, there'll be uh, uh, one that I saw, and this would have been, like, three years ago, so maybe their tone might have changed by now, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a picture of a clown, and the mm-hmm. caption beside it says, I believe climate change is real, do you? And that was that was it. That, Are you serious? Yes, that, that was, was it. a billboard. Oh my god! Yeah, no, a uh, no joke, no joke. Yo, states, fix your shit. <laughs> uh, to to be fair though, like. There are some people who are employed as clowns and like underneath the makeup, like that's probably a fairly sensible human being who that's, might actually believe in climate change. That's the thing that's so dumb about this is that like, did they, did they actually take the time to pick those words fearing legal ramification and like, it's like, oh, well, we could justify that that's what he might believe as that person. It's like, no, clearly the message you're trying to send here is that you're a buffoon if you believe in climate change, and right. as erroneous as that may be, like, there's got to be some truth to what you're posting an advertisement about. Like, your facts can't be just straight up wrong. Um, and yet, I know that that's more loosey-goosey in the States than it is in Canada. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, like, just talking out my ass with that. That's a thing. I believe it goes state to state, but even still, some are worse than others. So, like, okay, could that be a thing we could talk about? 
okay. So how about if we're extending it to fiction? How about if it's like a TV show, you put it in the credits. If it's a movie, you put it in the credits. If it's a book, like it's the last page of the book where the copyright information is. And like if there is something that appears in your work of fiction that is deliberately satirical or fanciful or what have you, you know, 99.999% of the people might get the joke, but there's going to be some dipshit that doesn't. So be sure to include in the copyright information or just nestled up next to the no animals were harmed during this. You yeah. got to include something that says, by the way, you can't enhance security footage that way and like turn around the camera like that's not a thing. I feel and I just, feel like that bothers you more than it bothers me. And like like uh, this was, you know, Motion Picture Association of Canada and uh oh, you know, this this bit was shot in Australia and by the way, Doctor Strange's magic isn't real. Yeah, just in case just in case people try to do some of that magic and hurt themselves. Like they smash like, up their hands <laughs> to try and get those powers. They're like BT Dubs Benedict Cumberbatch isn't real. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Bendy Dick Cabbage Patch? That's the one. Okay. Okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um. I think that's the same name I gave him earlier. It was. I I edit this. Okay, well, you was. know what we could do if you wanted to, uh, you know, interact with Bendy Dick Cabbage Patch, mm-hmm. you know uh, what we could do is look him up on NARPT. Mm-hmm. And then send a drone to give him a wedgie. Oh, give that boy a wedgie. Give him a big old wedgie, and his his butt cheeks are just as triangular as his face. So you're gonna rip his underwear clean off. It's just gonna cut the underwear. It's, it's just, just gonna it's, slice it and dice it like a Ginsu knife. His yeah. ass like scissors is just gonna. Shink. <laughs> And then His off ass it comes. cheekbones. And it's be really like, oh, God, I was hoping that nobody would pull on my underwear or they would find out that I'm angular all over. Oh, uh, n- now people know I'm secretly a Porygon. Oh, but I've got a sticky hand. Yay! <laughs> Thank God I got this sticky hand. Now I get to be this angular man with a <laughs> angular hand. now unfortunately naked man because the drone <laughs> had ripped all my clothes clean off <laughs> I, i'm nothing but polygons <laughs> but i have a sticky hand yeah i imagine he's completely nude because he went to pick up the paper on his front porch just in his tidy whities and then those got ripped off of him too <laughs> to, to like let alone the fact that just the act of him bending over to pick up the paper would tear his underwear on his like bony ass uh okay so anyway okay so, so there's anyway, a if you want to do that just head on over to narped.com slash h-i-g-a-i for a special offer anyway let's do this mm-hmm. law truth law. truth in law jude law jude law uh, uh judge truth in jude law judge dread is the law is did did jude law play lawful unrest Hmm. no is that a phrase could be uh okay um law laws the grocery store that is a thing yes yes what else we got hang on words a cole's law words that rhyme with law a claw claw Um, we need a, a claw law of some sort 
I don't know if we do. It could claw could uh, rip through a claw th. Uh, okay, okay, we're getting somewhere. Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, other other thing, uh, blah, like you know, oh blah, not trigonometry again. Uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yep, yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, uh hee haw. Flaw. We have a flaw with our plan for law that we're not good at. A gaping maw that could gnaw on your paw. Oh, don't do that. Oh, okay, okay. Let's let's. You know what? Laws very often phrased as a negative thing. It's like don't do this or you go to jail. How about we do an inverse law where if you're a hero and you do a good thing, then you get good shit. Backwards laws. Put a flat screen TV back in someone's house, get two years in negative jail. Okay. 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 Um, okay, give me something fresh. What you got? I think that we should make wasting food illegal. Hey, yeah, There's I like that one. I like that one. So many people who could benefit from that shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you've got like half a loaf of bread left over, it's about to go moldy. You know what? Donate. Well, no, don't fucking donate half a loaf of bread to the food bank. They don't want your half loaf. Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay. On- honestly, it's it's all well and good to look towards the typical household consumer about like, hey, don't buy shit if you're gonna let it mold. Deal yeah. deal with that. But quite frankly, it's too difficult to get meticulous about that. You got a too small of a time window for it. And quite frankly, mm-hmm. it's not the main contributor to what makes that uh, a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Where food waste, first and foremost, breaks down, like that's kind of like looking to the individual to go green instead of targeting like the, the you know, the major factors. Yeah, the, the, the vast majority of food waste is not on the consumer side. Right. So... First, it starts on the farm where they will go through their potato harvest and they will take out a third of their potatoes and be like, well, this won't sell because the potato will be like misshapen or weird or whatever. And those just straight up stay in like a compost pile or they get fed to the pigs or they get, you know, something Well, I mean, it's not really uh, waste per se, if they need that for pig feed and they just assume that even if all, every single potato is perfect, we're still going to take out like an arbitrary third and feed them to the pigs. Right. But if it was in fact reused and repurposed for pig feed, great. <laughs> However, not all potato fire farmers have pigs. And quite frankly, um, this is where the act of gleaning came in, right? That like... When they would, well, uh, it's it's a combination. The original gleaners and the original act of gleaning was that you would just legitimately harvest a, a, so much and leave some of it out so that the gleaners could come by and just get, it's it's just like a, a it's like a, a alms for the poor thing. This is like, oh. oh, this is what we will give to the poor, that the gleaners are going to work hard to pick up the, those extra few things of wheat that we left. Sure, they can have it. Right. But modern, more modern gleaners, it would be more of a like, oh, here's all the the grocery store reject potatoes. We'll leave them in a pile for the gleaners and the gleaners can come by and they can have those Uh, similar sort of thing. 
except it's with a like, different. Like I, I don't, I don't know though. Like I get that that's like an ancient thing, but I kind of think that it's beneath. It should be beneath most people's dignity to have to pick through the literal trash and bring home a factory second potato. Well, okay, so that's like that's phase one of food waste, right? Phase yeah. phase two is wherever the grocery stores or the food depots that that ship to the restaurants or the the grocery companies or whatever uh they have to try and be realistic with supply and demand but it's super impossible because how the hell do you do that with stuff that has such a short shelf life so much of it goes bad that's it that's all you get garbage produce that you mark down as discounts so that some crafty people can use within one day but it's already poor quality and nobody wants it um, and then there's the food waste that happens on the, the like restaurant side and like other, uh, food provisions, uh, uh, businesses. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, where I currently work, that is exactly, um, a thing that I see that we will have banquets for the rich that we will have like eight of them at a time and the rich will pass by over them. We need it to look plentiful. So we have plenty of all of it. All of they get the first uh, the first go at it. They eat maybe a third. It comes back to the kitchen. We take maybe another quarter. And then, you know, a good half of it or so, my math is terrible on that, but a good half of it or so winds up going in the trash because it's like it's prepared food that is in the way now and we have to move on to dinner service. So bye. And people yeah. can pack it up and take it home. I try to do my best, but we throw out a massive amount of food every goddamn day. And that's not even as bad as it is if you work in, like, a grocery store or whatever. So, it's... There's many different levels of this, right? Uh, The thing is, does this need to be solved by a law, though? Like, this seems like just it's it's an inefficiency, and if it's an inefficiency, like, we could resolve that with an app rather than bring a law... That's gonna like send, you know, penalize someone or send someone to jail because, you know, they, you know, their, their clients weren't hungry enough. Like, I don't want to place an undue burden upon people, you know, just because like maybe they failed to sell a mushroom. Like, I don't want to send somebody to jail for that shit. Okay. And that's fair. Um, Bookending that concept, though, there is sort of an idea of a thing that can be implemented that I've thought about before, because this is a pretty serious problem, and uh, I would like to see it resolved in a better way. I would like to see us, as a society, deal with that shit better. Um, And part of it is, is if you very quickly and effectively work with programs that um, will take the food that isn't going... Right. Mm. And if it's now in the discount section, it goes straight up to like chefs for food banks or whatever. And they got have to work with it like immediately. And mm-hmm. then they get it for free because it was going to go in the garbage anyway. Like if you outlawed the disposal of food, like straight up, like you don't get to throw that out. It goes finally to the chefs at the at the food banks and like if that was actually a better appointed position because i've i haven't seen it too much firsthand maybe this happens more often than i think it does but i'm pretty sure food banks just do big batches of whatever's cheapest and like 
And I'm speaking more to like shelters. Well, stuff. I mean, they, they do, but they're buying like prepackaged stuff. They'll do a bulk order of craft dinner. They're not yeah. like no, sorry, making. I, I'm, I'm speaking about two different kinds of things. Uh, food, okay. food banks would be the prepackaged stuff with longer shelf life. I, I mean more the shelters that are like soup kitchens. Like soup kitchens and such. Yeah, that's yeah. a different matter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I would like to see with that is like, oh, crap, we've got, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of kiwis uh, that are going to go bad and some red bell peppers that are going bad. And uh, this milk has another two days and just, oh, just like give that to a chef that can turn it into food. and Like, here's your chopped challenge. Exactly. You, here's what's in your basket. Go nuts. If not, you're going to jail. And I would like to see that actually be a semi-honored position, that it's okay. like, this is not just, oh, this place happens to have a chef that can do a bunch of things, but the, the cranky bums will only eat their soup or something like that. It's like, well, okay, let's, let's make that systematically better. I didn't mean to imply that cranky bums would be too picky about their food. I, I mean well, to I mean, imply that, like... Like, uh, we can't necessarily go by picky, right? Because, I mean, you mentioned milk. Like, maybe they straight up can't ingest dairy products. Like, just because you're homeless doesn't mean you're cured of your lactose intolerance because you're hungry enough. Like, you might still be lactose intolerant or have a fatal allergy to peppers or kiwis. Yeah, I don't mean to imply any sort of, like, insensitivity like, to people that. people have dietary problems, man. That's yeah. why you can't... I'm, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to make it straight up illegal to throw away food because you know what? There is such a thing as bad food. Yep. Of course. Of course. And there needs to be a time when that cutoff happens. Yeah. But also it would be nice if we were more active in turning that around with more specificity and expediency. Okay. 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 Here's my thing. Uh, like I was saying, reverse law, right? Yeah, there's there's a, a, a you you get a little bonus, a little anti-jail for doing good shit. If you can show that, hey, I unveiled this new program or I successfully did such and such thing that eliminated a certain percentage of food waste, then you get a little bit of anti-jail and you can go <laughs> commit another crime. And the judge will be like, oh, you committed a crime. I sentenced you to two years in jail. And you're like, oh, I just went from negative six years to negative four years. Bye. And the judge is like, I'll get you next time. Now, anti-jail doesn't have to be the thing. I like anti-jail. I like yeah, having I'm a sure, get-out-of-jail-free card. I'm sure that you do. Uh, and there is some... Uh, there is some, what's the word I want here? There is some mercy, perhaps, that a judge might actually be able to figure out where it's not so straight up like, oh, you did this thing that counteracts, so now you can commit a crime. Like, no, it's still a crime, but, well, maybe but it Maybe have anti-jail be a place where you go, and instead of it being jail, which is bad, it's like a spa or a resort, and you get to stay in anti-jail for a month. And it's like, like, you don't have to, like, do the laundry or, like, tar the roof or whatever they make prisoners do. You can just, like, chill and you got high-speed internet and you get, like, massages and shit. And it's like, you get to stay in the spa for a while. And that's the anti-jail. It is a place of niceness. Um, I mean, I don't hate that 
idea to some extent. Um, and also, while you're in anti-jail, you're probably not committing any crimes. Like, who's going to commit a crime while they're at a spa? I mean, it might be tempting to go home with some of the minibar. They let you. Uh, okay. That's included. Okay, let's 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 pivot to something completely different. Pivot. Okay, remember that part where you were saying that, like, oh, if you signed it away, um, that uh, it, it's not illegal if you sign if you, it was on. A if you sign a waiver, it. as long as you make your victim sign a waiver, everything is legal. That is a fact. Yeah, about that. Um, that's 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 a goof, right? We're doing a goof. That's a what? Goof. What, a goof. what are you yeah. what are you saying goof goofy movie i don't uh max power line there was a cheese spray cheese tower of cheese uh you know pizza cat <laughs> yeah that doesn't seem like the right scale does it P- P- pete and pj and that whole thing how Wait. are they cats and they're bigger than are, dog are, men are Peg and Pistol also cats then? Oh. Cuz they don't look like fucking anything. I don't know what the fuck Peg is meant to be, but if she's a cat? I mean, Big's a cat. Okay, like I want Big you Big to... does not look like a cat. I want you to convince me that Pete and Garfield and Tom from Tom and Jerry and Heathcliff, and fucking Eek the Cat, and fucking, like, uh, Crazy Cat from, like, the original, you know. I want you yes. to tell me with a straight face that those are all the same kind of animal. Um, uh, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because we got into law. Instead of talking about fantasy cats. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the, de- the degree to which cats are... Uh, like cartoon cats are able to deviate from real cats and we still recognize them as cats. It's kind of weird how far you can go. I will, I will concede that fact. Now then it was a goof that you can't sign away your rights because that's a thing that you can't do. I can sign a waiver and let you shoot me. Like that's a thing. No, if you... it is not like you. Okay. There is an extent to which, uh, you can sign away some things. Is like, that not what Fifty Shades of Grey is about? Yeah, the fiction book. <laughs> Which is based on a real thing. BDSM is real. BDSM is real. You're missing you're missing a thing here. Okay. You're missing a thing where there's some parts here that are fake because some of it is. Which not is why we enough. need a law to make it I wouldn't be so confused if they had that in the credits afterwards. So the part where it says, you know, this is a work of fiction, not based any portrayal of. I, I need more than that. Effect. I need this is a work of fiction, and also this would never happen in the real world because you cannot sign away your right to not get spanked. Okay, and also now, like no one is actually attracted to like emotionally unavailable billionaires. I am pretty sure that contracts that might be immoral or illegal or whatever um they will contain things that might be illegal that you think that you can sign and that will be good to go um but 
It's not good to go. Uh, it is mainly used as a scare tactic that it's like, oh, I, well, I got it's got my name on it, and I didn't read closely enough, so now I gotta do the thing, or else I'll be breaking my contract. They got me with the fine print. Now oh, I'm trapped. Dang. They um, said the magic words, and now I have to do the thing. Uh, so quick little, quick little double check here, uh, just because I wanted to actually get this detail correct. Okay. Um. Uh, illegal agreement. An illegal agreement under the common law of contract is one that the courts will not enforce because the purpose of the agreement is to achieve an illegal end. The illegal end must result from performance of the contract itself. The co classic example of such an agreement is a contract for murder. Okay. Yeah. Thing that cannot be upheld. Okay. Can we make a law that will allow us to get around this? Why would we want that, dude? Because no. sometimes I want to do things that are against the law, and I want a law that will let me do them. No, the things that are against the law that uh, you want to be able to do, those things should be like protesting a company that's the big bad, or protesting a government that's the big bad, or, you know, fighting for justice and that kind of stuff it shouldn't be for you know you know what i don't really feel like paying this parking ticket can we just find a way that i can sign a thing can we just do that like no like there's some of those laws are there because you know maybe you've just parked in the wrong goddamn place okay okay so um what do we have so far? Not a lot. We have a Goofy movie. Okay. Is the Goofy movie illegal? Is it illegal to depict <laughs> cats like Pete? Let's make it illegal. Okay. If no you one can watch the Goofy movie. <laughs> Wait, no. Then we can't listen to that fucking good-ass Powerline song. Mm, you know what? The first the after today was pretty good, too. Hmm. Yeah, yeah was, no, Goofy a... Movie had some jams. Yo, Goofy, like... you know what? I gotta watch Goofy Movie, like, tonight, still. Oh, and I'll just break that law. Don't even care. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, next. Next thing. Okay. What do, we, what do we got? Uh, well, wasting food is bad. Yeah, don't do but that. But also, I would rather go to anti-jail than to jail. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Okay. So I want to, like, eliminate food waste and then go to a spa where I get to eat the food that I managed to make not wasted. So if I can, like, collect rotting produce and be like, don't worry, I can make a soup, then they let me go to the spa and I get to eat the soup at the spa. Hmm... And it's a law that I go to the spa. That's the spa law. That's the spa law. Um, I because think... I made a slaw out of all that cabbage. Okay. No, listen, listen. <laughs> okay. There's a big problem with the spa. Okay. What? What's the problem with the spa? Okay. So people have varying opinions on what, uh, 
a, a productive use of your time and your life uh, is, right? Like some people Great. might say excelling at business and, and pumping, you know, jobs into the economy is like the best thing you can do with your time. Other sure. people say creative pursuits. Other people say try and live a good life. and that Making babies. Right. So yeah. we could look at like, you know, helping out in a soup kitchen and, and eliminating food waste as being like, oh, that's a real good thing. That's a good thing that is valuable to society. Cool. But then they're going to be people who disagree with that. You're going to get some libertarian who shows up and you'll be like, no, you're encouraging by the existence of soup kitchens is encouraging those people not to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And everyone boos and hisses and throws things at the libertarian. But, I mean, they're st- they still have a legitimate point in society and they vote. So we got to... But uh, we, you know, people could see that you're trying to help those in need and say okay but it didn't make a job it didn't bring in money so therefore that's not necessarily the best use of your time and energy and then they might see like oh there's this government spa program that's an anti-jail but that costs money no no that 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 why would that be a, an improvement okay see the problem there like yeah uh, you're not the problem have... is people are jerks and they don't want me to go to my spa. No, there's kind of a legitimate point there that, like, in as much as I want people to be re- rewarded for good deeds, it also can't cost money to other people if it's a relative thing. Like, Fair enough. There are plenty of people that might be, like, for example, taking, par- taking care of a parent in their home and, like, feeding them every day and, and like you know, helping them with their, their deeds and, and like their daily needs rather. Um, and they might look towards those that might be helping in a soup kitchen. And because that was more visible, they got the spa. Like, Hey, I've been like, I'm making soup every day over here for my, my parent who without me, I assure you would be far worse off than someone who is currently on the street, but is able-bodied. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, this is, was done in private for a personal reason. Uh, you know, I'm not getting my benefit from this, et cetera, et cetera. So we've got an issue of, of this not really lining up for being obviously equal for all people. Okay. I, I understand that. How do we fix that? How do we, how do we introduce a law that people could generally agree with. See, we need to make it, we need to follow the words of Powerline. If we could witness through each other's eyes, then we'd see it eye to eye. So we need some sort of law that will allow you or compel you, because that's what laws do is they compel, compel you to see things through other people's eyes. Wait, 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 okay. I might actually be able to tie all this together. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Hit me. Okay. Remember that truth in advertising thing about billboards? Yes. What if that just straight up told some facts and reminded people of certain realities of people's lives? Now, I know that that's kind of the empathy angle for a United Way or whatever, but let's actually, like, what if that was just a present reminder, okay? With no company attached, just a sort of government message reminder that, like... Mm -hmm. Um, such and such won't get to eat tonight. They would love that thing that you're throwing out. Something along those lines. Maybe the law is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing things eye to eye. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, like, 
it's not easy to take your wealthy person and give them the perspective of an impoverished person who doesn't know where their next meal is coming from. Like, it's not easy to put them in that position, nor do they want to be in that position. That's they why really they don't. got themselves to be wealthy in the first place. Yeah, I got all this money so that I could be separated from poverty. That's the point of money. Why are you forcing poverty in my face? I worked really hard to get my money so that I wouldn't have that. And this also becomes more sticky because what if that person's company does make, like, regular contributions to the United Way or whatever, and then, like... Yeah, and now uh, here we are rubbing shit in their face, and they're like, dude, I know, I already give, come on. Yeah, and we're here like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I gave 10 bucks, and it's like, yeah, but we gave, like, 10,000 bucks. We gave 10,000 bucks, and, like, like, why are you assuming that I'm a shithead just because I own a business? Like, come on. Yeah, okay, okay. Quit being judgy. Everybody quit. Everybody stop judging other people. Except the judges. Except the, the judges. That's, that's that their is their job. They are legally required to they do that. That's what they look laws over are. the laws and they do the thing that's right for the law. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, Mason, I don't think we succeeded this week. No, no. Here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. You ready? What? Yeah. Okay. Uh,. If you see something in a work of fiction that isn't real for your life, you have to volunteer at a soup kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be the one. That's that's going to... Seal the deal. Cool. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, well, also, don't say Jesus Christ. Don't take his name in vain. Uh, That's blasphemy. That's against uh, the law as whoops. well. Oopsie. Poopsie. You're going to jail, Luke. Quick little anecdote, which is a fun thing that I learned this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that in Toronto, mm-hmm. it was illegal to have your business open on Sundays? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that just came from Protestant era of laws that they wanted it to be church day. And so you weren't allowed to have your business open on the Sunday. They gotcha. wanted to enforce that, even though it was just straight up Toronto and as multicultural as it was trying to be. Sure. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, but there would be plenty of examples of restaurants that were opening and succeeding in like Chinatown and stuff like that. And apparently there was what, one. Was the Chinatown not a part of Toronto? It was. It was a part of Toronto, but it was like they knew how to skirt that issue very quickly and effectively or something okay. like that. And also, I think restaurants were the loophole. Anyway, there okay. was apparently a figure mm-hmm. uh, that was a Jewish coat store owner. Mm-hmm. And he just straight up would open on Sunday. And he would point to Chinatown and be like, well, they're open. I'm going to be open. And mm-hmm. he would get a ticket written up about him because it's like, oh, all right you're you're still open today here's your ticket okay okay and then he would just keep selling his coats and then the next week he would keep doing it and he would like make enough off of his coats that the tickets weren't an issue and he was sort of like a figure for that law changing um but that was as recently as like the 70s damn yeah and that man's name was jude law 
And that's why we call them laws. The more you know. And now you know the rest of the story. Seriously, though, do you actually know the dude? Or I, don't, like... I, I don't know the dude's name because I didn't like look it up or whatever ahead of time. But, like, yeah, it was a thing. And it's interesting. And you could probably find out if you look it up. So there you go. Uh, but uh, maybe the man's name was Jude Law. Maybe and that's it was. Our, that's our law podcast this week. We didn't really do it. But that's okay. I, I, I did it. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I pulled all the weight this week, and I totally did it. So Mason is a legal expert and a lawyer for hire. This is true. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gun for hire, and by gun I mean lawyer, and by lawyer I mean gun. So hire me to do things and also to advertise for your online service uh, like NARPT. Uh, which once again, just gonna plug them again. Yeah. Uh, hit hit them up. And well, I mean, will... we're, we're we're legally obligated too, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do that. Okay, so uh, we want to encourage you to check us out on YouTube. Yep. Uh, check us out on the uh, the Instagram. Yep. Check us out on Reddit. Nope. Uh, check us out on Treasure Trail. Nope. Check us out on Narped and Prank Us. Uh, I, I guess. What's what's prank us? Well, no, pr- prank us. Like, we'll give you a wedgie. Oh, I see. Check us out cover- on Narped. Yes. Then subtitle and prank us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the words that I used. Yes. Okay. Cool. I I, uh, thought, I thought prank us was like a secondary prank site. We were also affiliated with it. Uh, we, I mean, we could be. We uh, Narped needs some competition. Facebook, Twitter, there's a web page and there's a there's a email and MySpace, MySpace, nope, go to MySpace. No, nope, not that. Don't even, don't even go there. It's, uh, it's against the law. Go uh, vines, make vines. Look you at can't our vines. Even do that. You one. should. You could try, but it's not going to succeed. Uh, you could uh, check us Let's... out. Stop on all of this forever. <laughs> Check us out at Radio Shack. <laughs> Why would we? What? Just just buy us from them on us, Radio Shack. We're very us. expensive. You know what? I worth could, it. I could actually use a couple double A's. So if you have a minute and you don't mind, just you yeah, know, just like uh, hit up me. our Amazon wish lists, and uh, we wish for double A's. Get us some double A's, dear listener. Spot me, would you? Just, uh, I just fu- need a couple. Fund us on GoFundMe. Don't stop. Uh, give we... money to our Kickstarter. This is. I'm gonna invent uh, a new law Go-Go. right now. I've got a new new law for Mason. Shut up. <laughs> the law. <laughs> well, I I mean I can't shut up because I need to say what the next thing is gonna be. That's true. We need one more thing and then shut up. It's the law. <laughs> okay, so I'm, well, I mean, I got to do the thing and then I also have to do our emoji sign off. Right. So those two things and then I'll shut up. And then instead of saying goodnight, you will say nothing. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, uh, you know what they say. Uh, poly is the Greek word for many, mm-hmm. and 
ticks oh. is a blood-sucking arachnid. Oh. So polyticks is a lot Many of blood-sucking parasites. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Okay. And I think that we can improve on the blood-sucking parasites. Luke, I want to propose that we create the opposite of progress is Congress. These jokes are so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I, I, I want to, to make a political system. Okay, so you want to make these insects suck more blood I want better. to make a way of controlling a nation. Mm, yes, perfect. That was like, that. the equivalent of this episode was like, we're like, oh, we could do it. We, I mean, we've 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 run in a little bit of a quick on a treadmill before. We can do hurdles, no problem. And then we just like bulldozed through all the hurdles and then like went into the stands. I've, I've got hurdle bruises all over my chest and legs. We started burrowing into the soil. This was poorly conceived. There's yes. somebody waiting at the finish line with a stopwatch, looking at us like. Huh? <laughs> and you know what? Uh, quite frankly, that's on you because you picked law. I did, but you know what? It was a bit of a fun romp. I like okay. Anyway, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night. Good night, everybody. Yep. Do you read web comics? Uh, well, I mean, if you don't, you probably can. Uh, I recommend the experience. It's pretty enjoyable. Uh, if you do, uh, by all means, check out Forward. That's at forwardcomic.com. That's my new webcomic. Uh, it's set in a fairly near future, uh, but it's not really lasers and aliens kind of sci-fi. It's more exploring just what the world is going to be like, philosophical and ethical questions of how we're going to have a society with, for example, uh, humanoid AI, uh, a world in which you can surgically change your gender a lot easier than you can now. What what does that mean for questions of identity, etc.? cetera? Uh, it's really, I think, very interesting. Uh, it's amusing. I like the writing. And it updates every Monday. Uh, certainly hope you enjoy it. By all means forwardcomic.com absolutely free obviously uh check it out thank you